I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to the Alex Caruso podcast, the number one pro-Palestine podcast in the world. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Rayleigh. Ryan, you got something to talk about. Let's get into it. I prefer if you call me uh, Ryan Ilhudam Rayleigh. I'm sorry. Uh, Ryan Ilhudam Rayleigh, what what do you have to say? What do I have to say for myself, the world, is that I did it. Another job done, another goal taken, another another need, another want snatched from the jaws of of fate as it tries to dangle it over my head and I pull it down and I fucking take it and I take it with force. Four and a half months, record time, 222 pounds down to 165 pounds. Smashed the goal, went past it. Um... Oh my God! Yeah, never. I mean, it, listen, it, it's close. It's probably close to some sort of record. I'm a goddamn beast. Uh, I mean, you saw you saw the before and after. I, it's it's jarring. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you you sent me. Uh, so yeah, for the for the listeners who who don't know, you you've made it your mission for the past four four and a half months to to lose weight. Um, you've always been fat. Right, your entire life. Yes. There's, there's no time you haven't been fat except for maybe the last three weeks. Right. And why? Why did you want to make this your goal? Why did you want to lose this weight? Uh, mainly because the last goal was uh, very, very inconsistent and very, very non-linear. Versus this one is more straightforward, and it's it's like the most. Uh, like basic display of discipline that you can do like there's no like skill involved or anything like that so i just wanted to do this just to sort of have it on my resume mm-hmm. you're a master of your uh-huh. own body dang that's uh that's cool um yeah so how, how do you feel now how do I feel? I mean, I feel the, I would say, honestly, I feel the exact same. Uh, I don't really like care that much. The one thing that is very, very nice. And like, like I would say the number one reason why I'm probably, I might stay around this weight and not go back to 300 pounds is because is the energy levels. Like before when I was like 250, you know, as high as 270, I was tired like literally all the time because my, my sleep quality was worse. Uh, you know, I'm just carrying around an, an excess of a hundred something pounds. Uh, yeah. and it's just, it, it makes every, like literally just walking, walking to your car or, or bending down to grab the double stuffed Oreos. Everything's like way more, is way more effort and it just uses up way more energy and you're yeah. less conditioned and it's like, it, it just makes life just generally so much more difficult versus now it's like I can get like three hours of sleep and then just go and go work like a nine hour shift and then running around the whole time and then work out in the morning. And then it's like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm feeling now. Have you done, have you done any celebratory meals? Here's the thing. I honestly yesterday, so I weighed in in the morning, 165 pounds and I thought I was going to go crazy. And I, like that's the plan, right? Like I think everyone would do that. Is like once they go on a diet, the day yeah. the diet's over, then you sort of eat whatever you want and eat your favorite foods. I wake up in the morning and it's like, well, I don't really want anything. So I wake up in the morning and I and honestly, I think I've like fucked myself up mentally when it comes to food. Because yesterday, so I wake up and I eat a a banana and I drink a protein shake, and then when I get to work, you know, I've been fucking yapping about how. I'm a beast and I'm going to hit 167 pounds. And then, so my manager, he's like, so did you do it? You hit 167 pounds. And I was like, yeah, I hit 165. He's like, all right, what are we doing? And he's like, he's kind of like a fat guy. So he's just looking for an excuse to eat. So we end up having a McNugget off. Oh, yeah. Me and him, we're in a McNugget, we're locked in McNugget combat. 
and the whole time I'm just like, this is so many calories. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, feeling I'm feeling guilty. guilty, even though I should be, I should be fucking celebrating. But so I end up, I only, I only, I end up yeah. only eating twenty cal or only eating twenty McNuggets. Um, and he's he's still he's still, going. He, what's, what's he's still going. He doesn't even know he's in a competition. He's just eating at a leisure. <laughs> he he ends up eating thirty, and it, it was at like three p.m. and he had a lo- like a big lunch at eleven or something. He he's like he said he had like a big mm-hmm. like a bunch of pasta, so he just downs thirty no problem. And then um. He's I, honestly what he did is more impressive than your losing weight. Yeah, I mean he's listen. He's a fucking beast. Cause it, so we do that. We do that probably about like three or four. I only put down twenty McNuggets. Um, and then at uh like seven p.m. he's like, all right, what's round two? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a fucking animal. He want he wants he wants a uh-huh. friend so bad. Um. And dude, I I am a little ashamed of of you that uh, that you've made this change, this positive change uh-huh. in your life, and that you won't eat like shit anymore. Because I I've luckily blessed with a, with a nice metabolism, but um, I love eating like shit. I don't know if I could do thirty McNuggets, goddamn, even on my best day. This guy um, he could have easily done forty, especially if like it, it was like a normal like this was a snack for him. This was a 30 McNuggets mm-hmm. snack. So this was your lunch break or something? No, we were just eating well, it in. We were both on the clock just fucking downing McNuggets. Wait, you like, you like DoorDash them to No, you? I was on the clock and I ran and got... The McDonald's like across the street. Oh, so you ran and got 50 McNuggets? We got 80. <laughs> I guess, yeah, they... What's, what's like the normal order of McNuggets? It's like six... Yeah, I think 10 is probably the most popular you'll see. Yeah. So, you double that up, he triples that up. And there there is a there is a there's like a 40 nugget. Yeah, that's what that's what he got, two 40s and it was like it was like 40s. 20 and he paid, he paid for, it? for it. So, he 240s, guess how much that costs? Uh, dude, I don't know. I mean, McDonald's is ridiculously cheap. Like it's like bucks. it's twenty five, which I mean, it, okay. fucking dirt cheap. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's insane that you can buy that. That much might be, that might be the most like cost effective protein in the entire world. That's like probably more than buying like bugs yeah. or like something for your pigs. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. McNuggets. Yeah, yeah, eating eating mouse food for the protein. Yeah, you could. Uh, you're actually just better off buying nuggets. Um, damn, bro. Well, he's, that's, I didn't know that you, that, uh, that's great to hear, man, because I feel like you don't, you don't really have a lot of friends, you don't have a lot of interactions with other humans, so it's nice to hear that you're, that you're having nugget-offs, and that you're telling your coworkers about your, your hopes and dreams and your goals and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm just, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, people, people love me, and I, I try, I wish they didn't, I wish people hated me, but, I can't stop bothering me. Well, no, they a lot of them, a lot of people I I know hate you. Like who? Um, my friend Tariq. <laughs> okay, Therese. well, listen, Tariq, Tariq has twisted it in his mind to think that I typed out the N word. I in fact did not. I copy and pasted it. So he's he under false pretenses he does hate me, but if he knew the real me, he would still probably hate me. If he could see into my mind, but yeah. if I could charm him, if I could use my words, then maybe he would like me. Mm-hmm. And Tariq doesn't hate me. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, nobody really hates you. Most people just don't even, aren't, aren't even aware of your existence, kind of forgotten about you completely. So, um, wow, man. So, the, is it, this, was that your last day at, at Old Pea Bread? No, Wednesday's my last day. Wednesday's your last day, dude, and you're, you're, and so your, your, your fat boss texts you at night talking about more eating competitions. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he was like, Damn, what's around, he's, he's what's around, ra- well, I think he's in a, a man who's looking for an excuse to eat, because he's like, what's round two? And I'm like, dude, you're fucking, you're out of your mind, you're an animal. Uh, 
the only thing I have a chance in is Cliff Bar contest. He's not having that. Um, he's yeah. yeah. If if you're if you're looking for an excuse to binge eat, Cliff Bar contest sucks. Yeah, so he's not he's not into that. He's like, all right, and then like like thirty minutes later, he's like, all right, so you didn't want round two? I got some Baskin Robbins coming, and he or he orders some fucking he orders some ice cream. And you're off the clock at this point. No, this is like eight p.m. I, I I'm off at like nine. Oh oh he oh he's trying to do that all at work. God damn. Well, I guess that's a little bit better than him like texting you in his personal time. Like yo, I got Baskin <laughs> Robbins coming. Um, it's like dude, just just eat, just be just have that shame in your own apartment, like like a normal person. Um. Wow, dude. That's so you're 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 kind of giving yourself a grace period um for the for the listeners who don't know ryan is is a just a a goal achieving machine Mm -hmm. but uh he 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 does this thing where he he only focuses on one thing and that becomes his top priority um and so previously it was getting top 500 in valorant now it was uh getting out of the danger zone for diabetes and coming down into to 167 pounds um, from a weight of 220 mm-hmm. plus. And uh, before before both of those, it was uh, protecting his virginity. Right. So what what do you have? It are you giving yourself a couple great days grace period to celebrate, or do you already know the next the next goal? Are you already lined up? And ready to I'm already listen. I'm already. The the plan is, uh, you know, because after Valorant, I I had about a week, and now I want to take about a week as well, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gone, I'm gonna be on vacation, but I'm already I'm already getting restless, so I'm already rearing to go, because I already know the next thing, and uh, you know it, I'm gonna write I'm gonna write the book, and I'm I'm I mean I'm fucking ready, I'm ready to go, because honestly the the and it's a it's a science it's a science fiction that's novel, right right. And is, and it's, and the the main character is, is based on yourself, right? Uh, yeah. He's a god. And, and so is. And so is the reason it's it's science fiction is because the character has sex. Is that? That's exactly the, there's there's a woman that actually approaches him, and she shows interest Holy in him, shit. and they have they they fornicate. And. Then the the book ends. Oh, nice. Um, but no, you've been you've been working on a, a novel for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, it's not even close. It's it's I would say it's just begun. It's like twenty thousand words mm-hmm. or something, but it's like not fleshed out at all. It's like so. Yeah, I'm gonna really buckle down. On that I would say t- it takes me. I mean, here's the thing. It's like when I buckle down, I buckle down. So I, if you're like halfway working on it, it might take you two years. But for me, I don't know. I, w- I want to take my time with it. So maybe like a year or something. Or, or mm-hmm. it might take less than that, to be honest, just because I'll be working on it so much. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. What, what's been the hardest part so far of, of, of doing the novel? Of doing the novel, I mean, it hasn't been hard at all. I mean, I've just been writing at leisure um, for, like, the past, I don't know. Honestly, I started it, like, three years ago. But, uh, I... I oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I started writing, uh, like, casually at, like, the start of the pandemic or maybe a little bit before. But, uh, honestly, I was working on, like, like four different stories. I, I've since retired one because it's, like... Uh, like not very original to me. Um, but there, yeah, there's a few other ones. I actually started. I started. Well, what was what was not original about? It was it? gonna be about uh, like a guy, a guy who's uh, he's like uh, he has no family and he, he's just like a single guy and he works at Janner and he he gets targeted by an alien organization to where they they kidnap him. And bring him to a uh, alien amusement park, and um, 
the alien amusement park is like earth based and it was going to be like this massive amusement park and it's going to turn out like the amusement park is illegal under alien regulations and i don't know it's like it was only yeah and that's a story we've all heard a thousand times. yeah i mean i don't know i've seen shit like alien man forced to perform in illegal alien amusement i mean i've park. seen the idea like it's sort of it's uh it's like Westworld-esque, and then also, uh, I was reading Kurt Vonnegut, uh, like, Slaughterhouse-Five, and, like, that's, I mean, it's like a, an aside in the story, like, the guy, um, goes into what, what is basically like a, like, you know, uh, Sandy's Dome and Spongebob, he goes into, like, one of those on, like, an alien planet, mm-hmm. uh, he gets trapped in there with, like, a movie mm-hmm. star. Oh, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even really, I mean, it's... I didn't like it that much anyway, and I was, like, working on too many things anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, I think, dude, I'm I'm impressed by you, dude. I'm constantly, you know, I, I keep in touch with a couple of my comedian friends, um, and I'm always, I'm always talking you up. I'm always talking about how impressive you are and how impressive your achievements are, and they, and they always push uh-huh. back. They always immediately push back. But, um, you know, the more, the more things you achieve, the easier my arguments are. So I, so I appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, listen, pretty soon you're not going to have to, uh, say anything. You're just going to have to say fucking. Yeah. Cause I'm going to stop being, I'm going to stop defending you. No, no, no. You're just going to have to say Google, Google Ryan. Nobel, mm-hmm. Nobel, Nobel literature prize winner. Hugo award. Ooh. His wife is Ariana Grande. His pictures have leaked of his penis. It's fucking surprisingly six inches. Everyone thought it was like four. Damn. But it's surprising six. Surprising six six with it. Um, Got a good color, kind of. That's what people would say about it. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've... You know, I've I've always... uh, I've always thought happiness is a function of your expectations, and it's for that re- it's for this reason I've never I've never told a woman that my penis is big. I actually tell them that it's it's small and misshapen, and when they find out it's only misshapen, they actually are pretty uh-huh. excited. That's good. Um. Yeah, you know, so I, you know, I'm al- I'm always big on saying your dick is smaller than it. Oh, under under promise, over deliver. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it might be the best. I feel like the dudes that like, if your goal is to get the most pussy, then I feel like the dudes that that do that are the dudes that are like, yeah, I'm the fucking best. Uh, yeah, my dick yeah. is huge. Yeah, yeah, dude. I remember. Fuck, I was in. I remember I was in like, tenth or eleventh grade, and. I don't know what I think it was because I was in kind of a Christian school. It was like when when we found out that girls were having sex, like it was it was like a big deal. We were like, "Yeah, hey, did you hear? Like they they, they had sex." And then when you were out, like, everyone was having sex except for me. I was like tenth grade. 11th oh, okay. Grade. Um, it turned out all the girls were actually having sex, but they were mostly just yeah, being pri- very yeah, they were keeping it to like two or three guys. It turned out they were all whores. Yeah. Yeah, right. They were keeping it to two or three guys with tight lips with, that don't that weren't revealing their secrets. But there was this one girl that had kind of a she had kind of a hoe reputation in the school, and I remember this this kid Grayson just sat beside her in ma- behind her in math class, and he kept whispering in her ear, "My dick is seven and a half inches long. <laughs> okay. Seven and a half inches long." <laughs> And she was, and she would just kind of laugh and be like, "Stop, gross." And I don't know if they ever had sex, but I was like, "You know what? That maybe that is a better strategy than telling everyone I have a." Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Listen, it's uh, people. Women like. I think most people like when you're you're forthcoming. You know what I mean? They like when you're when you hold up a sign and say, "I want to, I want to fuck you." You know what I mean? Because then you can, it sort of, and it also puts them in a. In a in a corner, so to, like, of they either have to like openly reject or they have to openly accept. You know what I mean? 
So versus when you yeah, say man. when you sort of hint at things, it's like, well, they can slither around it. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think mm-hmm. yeah, maybe the best strategy is probably trapping a woman in a corner and then being like, "Will you? Will you fuck me?" while holding a knife. But that's neither. I I'm not condoning that strategy. I'm just saying maybe that you might see the best results from that. <laughs> will you consent? Yeah, will you consent? <laughs> but uh-huh. with a knife, it, it, it maybe is maybe a loose definition of consent there. Um, yeah. So I've and I know you've never you've never really talked to a woman, um, but I've only you know you were talking about kind of like being direct. Or I'm I'm slippery. I like to hint that maybe when I'm with the girl, I like to hint that maybe we'll have sex or hint. I, I can't be direct. I think part of it is because, you know, if you're never direct, you can never actually be rejected. You could always be like, I was playing. I never even liked you. I'm gay or something right. like that. Um, but if you, if, you know, if you're direct, there's there's the chance for rejection, I guess. But I, I remember I was out on a date with this girl and she just out of nowhere was like, and, and we hadn't had sex. We had, I think we had made out a little bit. That's it. And but it was like our third date. She was like, are you going to fuck me good? I was like, are you going to fuck me good? Are you going to make me come? And I was like, well, I was like, I, I, I was just, I couldn't, the, I think the cool thing in the moment would have been to look her in the eyes and be like, yeah, or like hundred percent. Like, um, like you have to call uh-huh. the doctor, but I, I was like, I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm a yes. Yeah, not. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's just the, the bluntness of it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And this was the third date. Third date, and we never. Oh, by the way, me and this woman never had sex. Yeah, I mean, obviously not. You, because she ended up, she ended up blacking out and throwing up that night, and. You never, you never saw her again. And I, I regret, I regret. I could have, I maybe had the potential to see her again, but at, for for some reason, I thought I could do better. And she, and she was hot. Yeah, you. I mean, listen, you should have, you should have definitely jumped on that. That seems like a cool lady. It's cause, it's cause we we have been on we have been on three dates and she'd cried on all of them. So <laughs> okay, I, well, <laughs> and that was that was like not fun for me. Yeah, what what did she cry about? The first, the first date. This is this is 2017, 2018. The first date, I pay, I pay for the dinner, and she's like, she's like, wow, thank you so much. Like I'll, I'll, like let me split it with you, or like let me give you some money or something. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, baby. This is all I'm I can like, provide I you. Just made. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're gonna be paying for everything uh-huh. from here on out. No, but this is actually back when I had money, so I could. I was like. I was like, it's cool, and I was just trying to, you know, change the topic. And I was like, I was like, I've actually made a bunch of money off Bitcoin recently, um, and I, I was like, yeah, so I'm not even really tripping about money. And then she was like, oh, you you're into Bitcoin? She goes, my ex was into Bitcoin. There's uh, no way. <laughs> she starts crying. Wow. Swear to God, just immediately, immediate tears. Um, then the the next the next date it was also something about her her boyfriend that her ex that made her cry um i forget exactly the specifics but the the yeah the the third date we it was she was like i thought we were going to die she was like drinking out of the, out of a vodka bottle in the, in the car driving around um and when we went to her place she threw up and was just like vomiting and crying everywhere and i and i just slunk out into the night as a good man does i mean uh -hmm. yeah i don't know listen you gotta that's the woman that you deserve that's the woman that i mean life handed you the woman that would would be your forever wife on a platter i know i know and i i can't it's like it just shows how like stupid you are when you're young. I was like 26, 27. Right. Uh, you know, I I'm I would I would kill for that. Opportunity right. Yeah, right you now. didn't see the gym. To, to be dating to be dating a 
severely mentally ill woman. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, you were talking earlier, um, I don't know, let's end the fucking penis talk or how you should act around women. The point is you really shouldn't be around be around women. You should be you should be around your goals and then the women will will come to you. Mm. We all know that. What do you what do you what are you disagreeing with that for? Listen, I, they haven't come to me yet. But me- yeah, cuz you cuz you spent 24 years becoming a fucking giant incel loser. <laughs> so you dug yourself a hole. You don't even have a friend group. Right. To, and, and you don't even go... Where, where would you meet women? I don't know. On, <laughs> on the... <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. You don't, you, don't have, you don't have a dating profile. Right. You quit doing stand-up. You really quit leaving your house other than to go to the gas station to buy chips. Right. And I, te- and I tell you, it's hard to get pussy on the, on the, at the gas station. It, it can be done, but you but it's it's guys like you aren't right. doing it. All right, it's guys that are way more experienced. Um, yeah, man, you. But I think if you if you keep you doing the way you're doing, you keep growing that hair out, and maybe if you put a little muscle on your body, you you you'll be having girls flocking to you soon. Yeah, maybe maybe not. I mean, to be honest, uh, I don't want a woman. Uh, I think I'm gonna die virgin. Uh, you know, Isaac Newton, me and him are going to be sort of a kin word. are going to be the only ones in heaven, mm-hmm. um, eating apples. Mm-hmm. But I think <laughs> everyone else is doing, is, is doing like floating, flying 69 with their angel uh, wings and you and him are like, mm, the apples in heaven are the Yeah. Best. Well, I mean, well, listen, we're the only, we're going to be the only ones doing cool shit. You guys are all going to be distracted because women, that's all women are is, is fucking distractions. All right, the, the the women, all they do is they're going to pull you away. They're going to, you know, you're going to fuck them. They're going to get pregnant. You're going to have a kid. They're going to say, oh, now you got to take care of the kid. Uh, you know, I got to get it. You got to get a job. You got to start working as a, a fucking forklift operator to provide for the kid. There's this dude at uh, at my work. His name's Jorge. Mm-hmm. Mm. He, uh, I, I think, and I think most people, and Jorge has been at Panera Bread for 17 years. Ooh, no, that's not I true. swear to God, he's been at, at at this at this specific location for 17 years. No, he uh, he's 49, and I think most people don't talk to Jorge because Jorge's like an older guy. He's like a stern manager guy, but uh, I like to you know when I see a tough nut nut to crack, I like to you know try give a uh, you know fucking give a go at it. So I like oh. to talk to Jorge and like. And I find I find out Jorge for the past like twenty years has been working like sixteen hours a day. Uh, he has three kids. Is one kid's like twenty nine, uh, one kid's like I don't know, like twenty something. The other kid's like nineteen or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. this guy has been he w- wakes up in the morning at like five a.m goes to work at this breakfast place at like six works until like four and then comes to Panera bread and then works until like, uh, like 10. And the, the whole reason he's been having to do this for, uh, 20 years is cause he fucked, he found a lady, he got some pussy and that pussy had a baby and he's had, he's ever since then he could, this guy could be, doing anything he could be he could be a single guy rolling around fucking making money being whatever he wanted to be but instead he's got to work at uh this bagel place and for eight hours and then come work at fucking panera bread for eight hours for for Mm -hmm. 20 years that is hell that's not i would literally rather kill myself than do that (laughs) and that's that's a horrific existence all because he got some pussy Pussy is dangerous. Mm. Damn. Pussy, pussy dangerous. To be though. a true, true um, alpha male, to be a true goal, goal getter, you gotta, you gotta be a virgin. You can. Yup. That's true. So what if, like, let's say, let's say someone has had sex, but they want to go back, back to the light. Is is there an opportunity? Them to be you have to again. part with your penis. Meat cleaver, cutting board, 
waist high table. Bada bing, bada boom. Then you can really you can go you can go see the light again. Well, uh, that's damn. All right, I am going to stay a not a hustler. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my penis. Um, and I may I may I may live to regret it. I may I may live to regret it. Well, so Jorge are his kids are they doing good? I don't know uh, his. Do they I, have a good, do they have happy lives? I mean, it's kind of... He doesn't... Uh, English is clearly his second language. Um, but I mean, he still speaks English well enough. But I uh, I try to get in for... Like, I ask, like, oh, what's the 29-year-old doing? And he's like, oh, she's in school. And, like, that's pretty much all I got out of him on, on as far as the kids go. So, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, they're on Panera Bread Income. Um, yeah. Not sure. Not sure, to be honest with you. I can I can say this for sure. It's definitely not worth it. It's twenty nine. His, his kids ain't, ain't fucking. They ain't out there making millions. They ain't out there, you know, saving lives. Well, what if? I don't know. I mean, I think it's worth it to sacrifice your one life if you can. If you make can three lives better, have. Yeah. Right. If you can provide some stability and and love for three lives. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but. That's just math. That's just math. Um, I guess maybe the the best course is to not have those three lives to worry about. But then once you do, it's like, hey, well, I I gave you I gave you the life. Like I'm not gonna make it good necessarily. You know what I mean? <laughs> you kind of owe me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go get some milk from the store. See you guys later. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, yeah, man. So, hey, so you were talking a little bit earlier about, uh, you, you said you have a snake in your life? Yeah, there's clearly, there's a snake in the grass. Um, he's got a shiny head, and uh, sometimes it, it gleams against the sun in midday, and I can catch him through the the the, uh, the uncut grass, and he'll, uh, sometimes you can see, you know, the flowers budding from the tops of the of the high the high vegetation you can see the flowers you know dance as he as he sways through the grass and he comes out and he and he whispers to me as i as i sleep in the fields he'll say i wish you were still fat oh you, you wait i'm the snake, you're in, the snake grass? in the grass you're trying to you tr- cuz i said i wish you were cuz i said i wish you were still fat yeah, I mean, listen. Clearly, um, I can see it. I can see it turning. I can see the wheels turning in your in your tiny brain. You're you're envious, and it's obvious. Uh, no, I just, I just, I'm always been attracted to funny people. I always have been drawn towards people that I find funny and you were funnier when you were fat it was it was more fun to be around you you could make more fat jokes about yourself uh now that you're skinny I I don't know dude yeah I mean that it's selfish it's selfish dude I mean I'm not I'm not saying I'm not happy for you that you lost weight I just part of me wishes that you would have won that nugget off. Uh-huh. And you keep winning that nugget off. Right. Maybe you win life's nugget off. Yeah. I, which is whoever eats the most nuggets in their whole life. Right. And um, honestly, I think it's uh, what that is, is you You see you know, yourself, you've remained static, if not gone backwards for the past, you know, for as long as we've known each other, for the past, what? Uh, like five years or yeah, five years. And I think you want, you want everyone else to remain, you know, sort of that way. They either they're in the same place or they're going backwards with you. And then, so when you see someone moving, marching forward with a, you know, sheer indefatigability like me, then, um, 
you know, me with my perspicacious, perspicacious mind, uh, you know, makes me a, a feared opponent in any any realm. Um, mm-hmm. when you see that, I think you're like, you sort of grab at me and try to and pull me back. But what you should be doing, no, dude, I is you should be pushing at me. I want you to be happy and successful. No. Don't let me interrupt you. Keep going, Mr. Indefagable. Uh, what you should be doing is you should be pushing me forward. What you should do is you should try and get in front of me and then draft the wind away like it's fucking NASCAR and then to launch me forward. And then we're, you know, we're team, uh, team Castor Oil or whatever the fuck. And then we win the race and then you're on the, the podium with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but instead I've got the... You're saying I've got the crab in the bucket. I'm saying you, you got the crab in the bucket. You got... You're nudging me from the back, mm-hmm. even though you're on my team in, in NASCAR. Yeah. Well, how, how we used to both be crabs in the bucket. Listen, I I used to look over at a at a fellow crab, and you had some of the strongest claws. And you were great at pulling I, people back down in there with us in the muck. In listen, the I've literally I've never ever say we. I mean, I've never had the crab in the bucket mentality. I've always viewed myself, I and it's it's maybe it's a benefit. I think it's just how my mind works. I just don't, you know, I don't try and, uh, I don't like maintain relationships at all. You know what I mean? Like I don't, uh, I I sort of see myself as my own thing. I'm in my own bucket, and when I see people get out of their buckets, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna get out of mine. You know what I mean? Like that's always my thought. Mm. Yeah. I'm never like, that oh, motherfucker you better go back in his bucket because I'm staying right here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you're out of the bucket. I'm getting, well, out, of, I'm getting out of the bucket yeah. too. And then I'm getting over the the wall next or whatever. I'm getting over the wall faster than you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, well that, was, that was very eloquently put. And I'm, I'm rooting for you to get out of your bucket. Even There's a part of me that I just, maybe the, I just like nostalgia maybe. And... Yeah, I don't know. I wish you were. I wish you were still back. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen. But, um, the good news for you is that, um, no matter how much you try and pull me down, it's like you. It's like you're like a little baby crab, and then I'm like a, a fucking. I'm like a king crab. I'm like a. I'm like a. What is it? The crabs that go at the bottom of the ocean floor that are like that have twelve foot legs or whatever, and then you're just you're like yeah, one of those yeah. crabs where I can squish you between my. Index I'm, and thumb. I'm like I'm like a venereal disease. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm I'm like. I'm living on people's. Right, pubes. you're hopping from pube to pube. The Japanese spider, the, the Japanese spider crab, uh, leg span of 13 feet. Yeah, so. Average weight. Of I'm one of those. Feet. So ultimately, you can you can hop on my back, try to drag me down as much as you want. It doesn't matter. Because I'll keep going forward. The only thing that can stop me, and the only thing that's like. The only thing that could stop me is death, and then upon my death, you're supposed to take up the mantle, but you're not going to. That's the only thing. That's what you should be worried about. Is I'm going to, dude. Ever, dude, everyone I talk to in my life is so like down on me. Like, <laughs> like my mom was, my mom is, was having a conversation telling me it's okay if I live at home forever. My fucking Pablo was was saying that he's basically given up on me. Um. I don't know, man. You know, I went, I went to my old high school's football game last week. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Why are you laughing at that? Uh, it's just it's funny to uh, follow. Everyone's down on on me. Uh, I went to my high school's football game last week. Anyways, continue. You know why? Because that's that's. First of all, my my old high school, they're they're seven and zero right now. Okay, well eight and zero after last Friday. Uh-huh. Go Trojans! Um, I wanted to go to a game. Uh, I th- I thought I thought I would know. I thought I would know people there. I thought people would be like, "Oh, Nathan, what's up? I haven't seen uh-huh. you." And I I forgot the people. I graduated so long ago, ten plus years ago. Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen uh-huh. years ago. So. So I, I forgot that everyone that's like my age that would, 
that would have still been going to high school football games has already overdosed on fentanyl. Right. So they, they actually weren't able to make it. Um, yeah, man, it's... It was, but it was, it was a good experience. They won fucking 36-7. to seven. Damn. Impressive. Against a good team, too. Very impressive. And you were you were in the stands cheering them on? Did you recognize any of the coaches? Mm-hmm. No, none of the coaches. Whole, whole coaching staff is different, too. I wish one of the coaches was the same because I would have rolled up to him and asked for a, for a job. Right. Yeah, give me. Let me hold the pads. Let me. I'll I'll do the water. Yeah, let me hold the pads. Let me let me clean the the jock straps. Mm-hmm. Let me let me massage the players. Let me be a shower boy. I'll start at the bottom. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the was there any other faculty there? Uh, dude, I knew no one. I went with my mom, and we didn't know anyone. Not a single person. We were. Yeah, and it used to be so fun, dude, going to high school football games. I mean, it just normally our team would suck, and you just get to you get to goof around with your bros, right? I, well, I mean, I, I want to be back into high. I want to get into high school football. Why? I I don't know, dude. It just it seems it seems cool if if you're into your community's high school football and they're and they're good. There's it can it can be fun, but I got I gotta have a little bit of stakes. I gotta know one of the kids. Yeah, I mean, I, like maybe I, it's I don't think it'd be fun at all. It's like you're you're down. Yeah, you should be like you instead of being like I want to get back into high school football. You should be like, how the fuck do I leave China or whatever gay ass <laughs> North Carolina? How do I leave gas, North Carolina? Where do I, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just get trapped. You know, I think it's because I'm... It's because I, maybe I have a level of complacency, and, and I think I'm, I would be... I would be... My life would be happy in a lot of different ways. I think I would love to be a high school football coach or, like, a, or like a high school basketball coach. Like, dude, that would be the, the sickest Why don't you life. do it? You can do it. Listen, you can get a job right now at a school with your degree and then uh like they hire you as a uh i don't know a fucking physics teacher or something you know what i mean in high school you can teach these dumbass kids uh physics and then you're like hey Mm -hmm. by the way i want to be an assistant basketball coach they'll they'll do that for you no no problem they would let me so why don't you do it you and your brother you can be because i want to keep doing my I want to keep doing my podcast. Someone will eventually find the things I said about Israel on here, and and I won't be allowed within five hundred feet. That's of the true. You have you have sort of ruined your life professionally on this useless podcast. On this podcast with no listeners. So so you you are the reason why I can't do anything with my life. You are the reason why instead of being a high school football coach, I have to merely be a high school football <laughs> fan, which is, which is so much. Yeah, worse. definitely way worse. I mean, is it though? Because it's like you're still you're forced to. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather live my life as like a homeless drug addict than be like a fat football coach who never left their their hometown. <laughs> But what if your team's good, though? Dude, it doesn't matter. It's high school. Like, the only... Yeah, but even even at that level, like, I feel like it just... Winning feels good. Dude, but to, to even be into winning at that level is, like, you... It, you're creating a mirage for yourself. Like, it doesn't matter. You're still making $25,000 a year. Like, no one cares. These kids are gonna... Sure. Are, are gonna you know the the best kids that go to your high school are maybe if you're lucky they're gonna be like a second string on an on an NFL practice team, you know what I mean? And it's and it's like those are the kids that are are the are the best. So it's you're and you're never gonna be good at your craft of of coaching. If you were, you would move up the ranks to to college or. or even and then from there you know the professional but 
So I don't know. Just to, I mean, listen, it's the life for some people. Um, if you're if you're at that level, if you're at high school level, uh, you know, maybe you're like focused on family, like that sort of thing. I think your happiness is probably derived from a relationship. So I think you should you should probably go and get the high school coach job, and then you should try and start a family with some fat, dumb white lady, and you should have some kids that you grow up and you're like you're gonna play football boy and you like teach them out in the backyard so i mean listen that's probably yeah. the the best life for you yeah i mean all that sounds good except for the the dumb fat white wife could she be funny fat and hispanic no she can be fat but like and then maybe she can be hispanic <laughs> i said i i i was <laughs> fat I, I knew that she was gonna be fat the whole time she can be. I don't know about funny. I mean, it's, I think that's kind of hard to find. That's hard. Yeah. Shit. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we we'll get. I guess. Yeah. So that dream's dead. Let's let's really focus on the podcast, man. Um. I. I went to a. Let's see. I don't know how you would call this. I went to a railroad themed amusement park yesterday. Right, and how was that? Tweetsie Railroad. Ever heard of it? Uh, surprisingly, no. Um, it was, yeah, it was not, it was not fun. Um, eh, it was it was very beautiful. It was very beautiful. The um the location. It's in Blowing Rock, North Carolina. Um, and it's just there's just one big train that people uh go to go to go see and there is a there is a they do a they stage a train robbery while you're on Whoa. the train so so then you it's like the guy that seats you and makes sure that you're like locked in the train he also fights like a, a bandit yo that's sick and they do like and they do puns they do jokes and stuff it's kind of yeah my my mom wanted to take my her her grandchildren because uh I think I think we we went when I was a young when I was a young man, and there's there's pictures of me crying when the bandits <laughs> started to approach right. our car, and I I, I kind of had like a mental breakdown because back then the acting was really good, right? I was convinced that we were we were really that my life was in danger, and I think also they used to be able to interact with the audience a little more because they did put the gun in my mouth. <laughs> Right, in my mouth. <laughs> and they said they said I'll blow his fucking head <laughs> off if I don't see some right. hands. <laughs> I want to see hands. Um and so yeah, this time they didn't they didn't even come on to the train car, so there was really no there was no fear. The kid kids today got it got it great. They just they just enjoyed the show, didn't cry at all. Yeah, I mean that sounds sick. Sounds like uh, the train's actually moving, or are they robbing a stationary train? Uh, yeah, it's 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 stationary, so it basically just goes on one big loop, and then there's two like stages on the way. So like, it stops at one stage, they're robbed. Stops at the second stage, they like get the money back or something. What's this called? Tweetsies. Tweet Tweetsie Tweetsie Railroad. It sounds like the most white trash thing of all time, and, but it's it's actually it's kind of nice. Um, How much does this cost? I guess it's it's like a it's sixty bucks. Damn. Right? Yeah, which is I mean, what's what's Disney World? Right around there. No, Disney World's way more than this. A one day pass at Disney World. Um. Why the fuck can't I? Why can't I just figure this out? Okay, 109. It's 109 for a uh, for a Disney World. Yeah, so you paid. I bet you can probably get a discount. You can say like you're disabled, and you could probably get into Disneyland for for about 60. Mm, maybe. 
Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was two two forty two hundred forty. My mom paid for like everyone to get in. That's crazy. But but that's what she likes to do. She likes to take her grandkids to to go to to see things. I've been I've been joking that she's addicted to tickets because she's she keeps buying like tickets to Cirque du Soleil and Disney on Ice and random things to to, to take her grandchildren to. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's how. And I mean, that's the life you're going to lead, right? Is if you continue on this path is you're going to have your only joy in life is to take your, you know, your shitty grandkids to to Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's uh, that's what your future holds unless you boss up, unless you beast up. I'm, I'm bossing up. Have you been dunking? I'm ball. I'm going for a run after this. I made a sixty dollar bet with someone that I would dunk by the end of the year. So I, I'm putting stakes. I'm putting stakes. You are absolutely not going to dunk um, by the end of the year. I've got. Yeah, it seems unrealistic, but. Can I get in on that? I could get. I could. Get, I honestly think I could, but. You want? You want I want to. I want to put two hundred that you won't dunk on the, by the end of the year. Two hundred. <laughs> yeah. I, I only bet this guy sixty because I. I, I two hundred is a lot at tutoring hours, um, but yeah, I. Uh, hmm. All right, I'll uh, let's do sixty dollars. Sixty dollars, I'll double down. All right, you're willing to lose one twenty. Sixty dollars, I. Yeah. Sixty dollars, I'll dunk by the end of the year. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. You heard it here, motherfuckers. $60 on the line. That's two hours of me tutoring children. And you you aren't going to have a job, right? Yeah, no. You're, you've put in your two weeks at Panera, so you're... Dude, you know, I didn't really realize how... When you live at home with your mom, your money goes far. It bro. really does. I'm, I'm thinking about... I think if I make a, I might make a thousand bucks this month tutoring, and I'm, it's like I'm fucking, I feel like I'm Drake, dude. I've got so much money. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, it's uh, yeah, you can spend so much money on Oreos and whatnot. You have no other expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My the minimum payment on my credit card is five hundred bucks a month. I knock that out, and I got five hundred left. Yeah. 500. Jesus. Yeah, I'm a little, a little <laughs> Jesus Christ. My student loan my student loans kick in next month too, which I'm not stoked about. Wait, what um, are you gonna what are you gonna do? You're you five hundred bucks a month and then you're making a thousand and then your student loans are gonna kick in? What the fuck are you gonna do? The student loans are only two eighty. And I only have to pay those off for four years, <laughs> okay. years I think. But honestly, two hundred and eighty bucks at um I've been tutoring this guy in finance and I'm, I'm figuring out like money is worth less farther down right. the road. So if you're like, oh, okay, I got to pay you $70,000 later. Okay. Yeah. That's nothing. That's like $20 that's right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I have been tutoring. I, I've had my first ever student I've had to ghost. Um, I tutored this this chick. I'm, she may have had some kind of, um, she may have been on the spectrum, because when I was, when I was tutoring her, she was being she was being kind of short with me, um, but it's I don't think she was being mean. I just think she was, she wanted help and I wasn't I wasn't helping her as much as, as she mm-hmm. wanted. So I'm tutoring her in statistics. We're going through these questions. I'm tr- I'm answering them, showing them how I would do it. And she would just be like. Uh, can you explain it again, but in a way that I understand? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm I'm trying to, t- I'm always trying to explain it in a way they can understand. Right. I was like, could you give me like specifically something? And she was like, just just like a better way for me to understand. <laughs> okay. And she did that after pretty much every explanation I had. Um, that, and that was so that we've been we've been tutoring for an hour. After it's been like an hour and ten minutes, I'm like, hey, just so you know, we're going over an hour, like. 
I'm gonna have to charge you more for this. Is that okay? And she's like, oh, that's fine. I can go longer. She's like, I can go longer than an hour. And then we get to two hours and we're done. And I'm like, and she's like, oh, by the way, can you only charge me for one hour? <laughs> okay. But she, you know, she says it kind of robotically. But now she's now she's t- typing at me in all caps through this. Through this <laughs> okay. She she said so she scheduled another meeting with me and she misses it, um, and so I'm just like fuck her I'm not gonna talk to her anymore. It's the only student I've ever ghosted, and she says so she'll text me she messaged me are you free right now to meet up? Sorry for last night can we meet up now and I just ghost her, and she says I need big help now she sends that the next okay. day, and then t- today she sends. Schedule a time to study for my exam tonight. What is wrong? With you? <laughs> That's funny. It's like, dude, there's a there's a million other tutors on this fucking website. It's like, just talk to one of them. It, she's like getting mad. Like I'm like an Uber driver, and she's mad. she only wants me to tutor her. Yeah, I mean, maybe she is on the spectrum. She's maybe. like, she's like comfortable now that. Uh, she's like exposed herself to you and she doesn't want, mm-hmm. well, maybe, so I don't know, but yeah, that seems, listen, she doesn't want to be a little tutor slut. She doesn't want to have multiple. Right. Yeah. There, it's know? honorable. Some girls are like that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't see that this much these days. True. So are you looking for another job? Uh, theoretically. So where do, where do you think you're going to be in six months? I w- Dead or at my mom's okay. house. Okay. All right. That's good. I don't know. Six months? Ho- hopefully somewhere. Um, I've, I've been applying for jobs in New York, Boston, uh, the New York area, New Jersey, Syracuse, which is actually kind of in the middle of fucking nowhere. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been, Have you had any interviews? I've been just applying but really i've been playing rome total war a lot Mm -hmm. and tutoring children i've had zero interviews zero Uh, follow-up i've gotten some emails zero follow i think i I think i got one follow-up email but it it was like oh we're gonna move your your application on to the to the hiring manager which is like i thought that's what you did (laughs) initially when i when i first Uh applied but because everything else I've gotten is when you know they send you the stupid emails that they're like, they're like, thank you so much for applying for this job. Like obviously your 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 skills and experience are very impressive. Unfortunately, we want something. Right. Else. And it's like, they I know they send that to anyone. You could your your resume could be a fucking you could shit on a piece of paper <laughs> and scan it. You could scan shit smashed onto a paper, scan that, apply, you get the same email. They'd be like, your, wow, your qualifications are very, were truly impressive. But unfortunately, we are not going to be, we're not going to be moving forward with your, with your job application. It's like, yeah, dude, don't even fucking send me that. You're clogging my email. You're getting my hopes up. I'm getting emails from companies, you know. It's, the first thing you think is they're going to offer me 6K a year. Right. Or sorry, six figures uh-huh. a year, and you know, and and like you know, health insurance and, and cool shit like that. But I don't know. I might I might try to teach myself how to code. That might be that might be my way out. Even though I hear tech is kind of in a shit show right now. Um, but I don't know. Right now, living at the mom's, all I really need to make is a thousand dollars a month. You got that unlocked. That's, that's five hundred for the. So that'll be five hundred for the credit card, three hundred for the student loans, and that's two hundred dollars to play money for daddy. Right, it's more than you need. It's more, way more than I need. Yeah, I mean, listen, your life is—it's looking good right now. It's looking, it's looking up. Um. Mhm. I think uh, I think you'll go far. <coughs> mhm. I think in ten years you'll be. You'll finally have that job as a cheerleader for your local high school. You'll be paying. Assistant cheerleading uh-huh. coach. 
You'll be you'll be paying mm-hmm. you'll be paying off your student loans at a rate of 150 years from now. Um. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll somehow owe more money on your credit cards, even though they haven't let you use them for 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. It's looking good. It's looking like uh, it's looking like it should. Yeah. It's crazy. I just now thought of this. I actually, if I would have kept on my payment plan, I could have paid off my student loans by now. Because it was supposed to be a 10-year. Oh, no. Well, yeah, yeah. 10-year thing. Shit. So, why did I quit why did I quit my job to become a podcaster? Yeah, I mean, so do you look back and do you regret that? No, nah, cuz I think I think I have a better I think I have a better sense of the world. Right, and that's what matters. I have I have more I'm more worldly. I'm more experienced when it comes to to people. Right. People skills are through the roof now. Yeah. And I think I know a little bit more of what I want to do. But what do you want to do? Really mostly that's just stuff mostly that's just stuff I say to to, to make myself uh-huh. feel a little better. What I want to do, I want to eat double stuffed Oreos. I want to watch stepsister porn. Right. I want to and I want to be and I want to win states. I want my boys to win states. Uh-huh. As a high school football coach, and, and and maybe one day my son will be the quarterback. Damn. And when he and then my second son will be a quarterback as well, but he won't be mm-hmm. as good. Peyton Eli Manning God, situation. I will hit that one. A pay, a Peyton Eli situation, and Eli's life at home will be hell. Yeah. Yeah, as he deserves. <laughs> There'll be a lot of psychological torture. And physical abuse. So if you're gonna have, if you plan on having kids that are gonna be quarterbacks and be alive for it, you gotta start soon. Because by the time they're, if you had a kid today, if you had like a magical kid yeah. that didn't need nine months, you know, maturation in in the womb, mm-hmm. you would be fifty by the time they're eighteen. Yeah, I know. I've done that math. So you like really need to get on it. Yeah, you're right. All right, dude. Well, fuck. Quit talking to me and let me let me work on some of this stuff. We've been talking for an hour. Yeah, listen. You want to end it? Yeah, I want to end it. What do you have to say to the listeners? Um, at the end of the day, this is just a time capsule, and we can come back and we can listen to this in ten years, and we'll see what Nathan has done versus what I've done. And you will realize the power of mental fortitude. And honestly, I mean, a talent, you lack talent. Um, I said, what do you have to say to the listeners? Well, we are the only listeners. And oh, to Nathan and Ryan, talk. to Nathan, who will be poor, broke, Shit. living in some shitty apartment after his mother has died of diabetic liver heart lung failure and your father has died of overdose of nicotine to that Nathan I say congratulations you have stumbled upon your your golden ticket to success which will be me and by this time, 10 years from now, I will be a millionaire. I will be so unfathomably successful that it will be, I mean, it, it's just, this. people will listen to this podcast by the millions at this point. But this is strictly for you and me. And to to that Nathan, I say you're welcome. And to that Ryan, I say... Keep doing you. You're a goddamn beast. See you later.
Thanks for listening. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message.